Well, welcome back, everyone, to a brand new episode of Movies and Brews, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and staring at me through the screen here is Daniel. Hello, hello. How are you doing today, Daniel? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. It's Tuesday. Getting settled in the new spot. Yeah. Cool. Still going good. Well, yeah. it's going well. I don't oh, know. Good. Should you get some beads for the door yet for your bathroom? No, Shiloh won't let me. She won't let you. She wants to see you take a poo that bad, I guess. Huh? She does, apparently. <laughs> Interesting. Brings us closer together, I guess. I guess. Well, you at least bought some candles, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Candles, good. we got some spray. That's the good. The fan pretty much is always going. <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right. Well, today, where you decided? What did we decide to do, Dan? We decided to cover a bad movie just for fun. Like, why not? So we chose stream on Netflix, the 1998 Matthew Broderick starring Godzilla film. And yeah, this will be interesting to talk about. decision was made. A decision was made. This will be fun to talk about, though. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let's talk some uh, outdated CGI. Cheers. Cheers. All right, so. Yep, I'm drinking Breakside. We've been talking about what rough piece getting put in the six packs. It wasn't until this weekend that I actually went and bought a six pack from them. Hell yeah. So I got that to. Well, actually, I think I've bought two six packs now. I think I bought one. <laughs> I think I bought two in the last week and a half. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, there's a new. Um, uh, to shoot i want to try they just put out a new hazy of some kind the neon hazy i think so i thought about buying that but it was only like four and a half percent so i'm like eh <laughs> need warmer days for that yeah all right well why don't we uh move along here and let's get into movie news i know there's a new trailer that's dropped here in the last couple days yeah i well i think it dropped yesterday or today maybe earlier today i haven't watched it yet yeah, so no, I it to, dropped today i haven't so, pulled up here as bill of june 9th yeah bill and ted face the music all right let's see what we got here 25 years ago you played a concert in front of the entire world one month ago you played in barso california for 40 people most of whom were there for two dollar taco night <laughs> bill and ted what have you got to say yeah, for yourself? I'm curious to know the if these like job. Oracle people or whatever are like Oops. in the original Bill and Ted or if they're new to this movie. Yeah. We were supposed to unite the world and save reality as we know it. Bill, I mean, there's so many questions that this brings up for someone who has Why never seen Bill and Ted. Like, where, did they play, yeah, did they play music like in the original? Is them being kind of like a band or writing songs new? Huh? Fuck is that guy? <laughs> no way! How'd you like our song? It's a little on the dark side, but you know. A little on the dark. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't, I don't know what I'm watching because I saw the first one like. 
20 years ago and haven't watched it since and I never saw the sequel so I don't really know what we're looking at right. I, I was hoping I thought you had seen both of them but I know you'd seen at least one no, yeah from somebody who like I know about it but I've just never seen either of them I have no fucking idea what's going on I understand the premise is that they're trying to write a song to save the world and they have their you know teleporting t- phone booth but I don't know if it's actually directly builds off of the second one or any of them. I don't know. Now, did I hear this is from the same director that did Galaxy Quest? Uh, maybe. I think I heard or read that somewhere. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just need to fir- watch the first two and I'll be more excited for this one. Otherwise, I mean, it, yeah, it looks all right, whatever it's going on. <laughs> I think we're just not in on the inside jokes and stuff. So that we, I don't know. Let's see. I don't think he was, well, let's see. Oh, no. Yeah, it's the same guy who did that Galaxy Quest. Oh, cool. Which I just watched, which was hilarious. But yeah, all right. We'll see what happens. I don't know, they look slightly too old to be saying, dude, but we'll see. <laughs> right, exactly. We'll this see. Kind of why I hope they don't do a Wayne's World 3 ever. I just don't think it'll be good. And I love the first two so much. I know it's just it's it's there's a time cap. These are just like little time capsule movies. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, literally, no pun intended. But they have the time. Are there any other trailers that drop? There's a new Netflix movie coming out soon that looks interesting. Uh, Spike or wait, yeah, Spike Jones. No, Spike Lee. Yeah, Spike Lee. Sorry, <laughs> Spike Jones. Uh, called it's about um Vietnam War vets. Oh, I haven't heard of that yet. Uh, I haven't watched the trailer for it yet, uh, but I heard an interview with one of the actors in it. Uh, let me pull it up here. Uh, hold on. Anyway, the premise is it's uh, five um, African-American Vietnam veterans go back to Vietnam to uncover um, treasure that one of their um, uh, what do you, officers like left for them to discover later on. Oh, I have not heard of that. It so uh, sounds so a Vietnam movie centered around um, African Americans, which sounds good because you know in the past there's been some great Vietnam movies, but a lot of African American characters were always kind of more background characters. So yeah, this sounded pretty interesting. I heard an interview with uh, uh, Delroy Lindo, which the main thing I've seen him from is he was in The Cider House Rules back in 1999. He was in Get Shorty, Malcolm X. So he's been in a lot of stuff over the years. Um, the new point break but yeah anyway it's got like 70 credits to his name but uh yeah i heard an interview with him and he really sold me on the movie like it sounds like a really good film it actually comes out this friday on netflix oh nice maybe we'll watch that chadwick boseman's in it too oh nice but yeah it uh sounds pretty interesting i like the premise of it yeah we'll talk into look we'll talk later and see about reviewing that possibly yeah is there anything going on in movie news i mean i know i hear some Uh, theaters are looking to open up soon yeah i haven't heard anything about many theaters opening up i'm sure they're kind of planning to just trying to get some money flow back in uh the only two things i've really heard about are that henry cavill is in talks to reprise superman role in the dc so it looks like he might not be done with it oh really but it also sounds like it's going to be in cameos, not really like in full-blown films. 
which mm-hmm. kind of sucks. Like, yeah, you want a Superman that's actually around, though, don't you? For like, right. a, if you're doing a movie universe. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. DC are just so yeah. hit and miss with their stuff lately. And then the only other thing is, it sounds like the Kenobi series with Ian McGregor got pushed back even farther because I think we were supposed to see it in 2021, but now it sounds like we're not going to see it till 2022. Oh. So, I mean, that's kind of a bummer because I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see Ian McGregor play Kenobi. I heard uh, John Favreau, I think he announced that they have wrapped up and we should see season two Mandalorian this fall. Like it's still going to be on schedule. Awesome. Which I'm looking forward to that. God, I hope it's oh god, I hope it's as good as season one. I hope it's better than season one. I hope so. I think it probably will be. I think now that they've gotten their feet wet, I think we're in for a really treat, hopefully. I'm more curious to see if they stick with the anthology type episodes where everything's kind of a standalone episode loosely connected by a thread, or if it's gonna go more like story based where everything continually builds on each other. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I like the anthology. I know some people didn't, but that's what I really liked about The Mandalorian. You got a bunch of different little aspects that you don't get to see in the Star Wars universe very often. Yeah. Still like the Jawa episode. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so great. All right. Well, is there anything else you've seen this last week, Daniel? Um, gosh, I don't think I have anything. I've just been working and coming home late at night, watching a couple episodes of like MASH or Fresh Prince and going to bed. Uh, I actually watched a couple movies this week one i'll start with is i watched i was just bored at home i was the only one home monday night so i was just like scrolling through hbo and i was looking through the list that i made of movies that i wanted to see or wanted to watch again and one of them that came up was a movie called the losers this essentially just about like a fucking burnt it's like one of those like typical like action movies it felt like a james cameron or not a james cameron felt like a michael bay action michael movie bay. Lots of cuts, lots of trying to make things look super cool. I'm trying to remember if I've seen that one. I remember, uh, I'm thinking of this Jason Big movie called The Loser. No, it's not that. It's about like essentially like a military uh, hit squad gets burned and now they're going for vengeance. Like it's very run of the mill and it was a terrible. Chris Evans, Idris Elba. Yeah. That's the one. And I thought it would be fun, dumb, but it was just bad. Just bad. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm like, uh, it was only an hour and a half, though. That's kind of why I picked it. I'm like, cool, cool. So even if this doesn't come around, it's only an hour and a half. Well, it didn't come around, so. Yeah. Oh, Gamora's in it. Yeah, I know. I saw that, too. I'm like, oh, shit. They got a bunch of people that I would never have known, like, at the time. Huh. But that I know now. So yeah, don't watch the movie. It fucking don't sucks. Watch it. It's on HBO. Don't watch it. All right. Noted. And the only other thing I watched, which was actually a lot of fun to revisit this movie, but Shiloh and I actually sat down and watched Robots for the first time. Oh, the uh, cartoon? Yeah, the DreamWorks movie. I haven't seen that like, in a long time. Neither have I. I didn't think I'd ever watch it again, but then Shiloh brought it up recently, and I'm like, oh, I actually have that on DVD. So we sat down and watched it the other night, and, you know, it was actually, we had a good time. Like, it's not a 
an amazing movie, but it's a pr- it's pretty good. I think it holds up pretty well. The animation, I think, holds up fairly well too, especially since it does help that it's a little stylized for like centered around robots. Mm-hmm. They still do look like robots, and didn't realize Ian McGregor was the main character's voice. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. he and was it Robin Williams was the voice? Yeah, Robin Williams. Even uh, what do they have? Crap, what's his name? uh mel brooks there we go halle berry yeah halle berry's in there mel brooks is one of the voice cast too drew carey amanda bynes oh yeah amanda bynes remember when she was big yeah what was she known for mainly what was like her one big one that she had she she had like a tv show called what i like about you i think that's what it was called which Kylie and I watched a lot. And then she had like some Disney movies and like some. Oh, is that the one with Jenny Garth? Right. That's the one with Jenny Garth. uh, Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it is. But yeah. So it was, it was fun to watch. It's like not an amazing movie. It's not like Pixar, but it's pretty good for what it is. And I, it's still enjoyable to watch. It's not, like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind watching it if, like, I had a kid that loved it. But. Okay. Easy A back in 2010 was her last film. Damn. Yeah, I totally forgot about Amanda Bynes. And she kind of just, like, fell off. Just disappeared. Huh? Yeah, so Robot's still pretty good. Well, cool. Well, yeah, hopefully. We tried to watch The Abyss this last week, but like I, um, I don't know if this got recorded or not, but like I was saying earlier, um, our blu-ray player slash surround sound has just been going haywire and uh yeah we could not watch it we again like every minute the sound cuts out for like 10 seconds and it just takes you out of the movie completely so oh, we, yeah. we gave up on trying to watch the abyss but yeah otherwise hadn't watched that in years and i'm like well, hey classic james cameron that'd be kind of fun that would be kind of fun i've never seen it hopefully we can get this situation fixed soon Hopefully. Otherwise, at least my headphones still work downstairs because they're connected through a different source of audio. Nice. So I can at least watch stuff by myself, but it's kind of fun to watch stuff with your roommates too. Yeah. No, that's still, that's awesome. Well, let's move on here, Daniel, and uh, let's get into our movie of the week here. Main movie Mm -hmm. on tap, the 1998 Godzilla. Godzilla, goddamn. Featuring Puff Daddy in the soundtrack. Rage Against the Machine, The Wallflowers. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, if there's one thing I remember about this movie from back in the day, it's the soundtrack. I had the soundtrack, and there's at least a few good ones on there that I listened to, but man. Green Day, their uh, Dookie song. Still the same song, except for the ad Godzilla roars throughout. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I when it, yeah, I was like looking forward to at least the soundtrack, but not a lot of like the music is super noticeable. It's all just like super in the background. No, yeah, it's not until you get to the very end because I think I think at the very end you get uh, the Puff Daddy song for the credits, and then I think after that song you get the Wallflower song. Okay. Other than that, I think you hear briefly the Rage Against the Machine song briefly in the background. Yeah, you you hear it, and it's the same one they use in the Matrix, and. <laughs> 
but I just remember like, yeah, I definitely didn't watch the credits. As soon as like credits started rolling, I just shut my computer. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. So was this your first time seeing this? No, I used to watch this movie all the time when I was Did a kid. Did you? Okay. Because yeah. I, I don't think I've seen this since theaters. Maybe I caught glimpses on TV over the years, but I don't think I've watched it in start to finish since theaters in 1998. No, I used I, to... That's the thing. I like. I watched this as a kid all the time because I thought it was great. I thought it was so much fun. I always had a blast watching it. But I'm like, I know this isn't going to hold up. And holy shit, I thought it was going to be fun bad, but this sucked. It was so slow. I Oh, man. Yeah. It moved, uh, so I watched it yesterday. It didn't move too slow for me, but I just was like, there's so much just like cringe moment here, cringe moment there, like bad dialogue here like bad joke <laughs> i don't even know where to begin i mean it was just i do like the opening intro though with all the like nuclear bombs going off and stuff kind of a right. cool intro so i guess uh we'll start uh with this here uh roland emmerich i think i say his last name guy that directed independence day two years prior gotta come back <laughs> and do this Oof. hell yeah one disaster movie right into the next yeah, there you go. But yeah, good cast though. Matthew Broadwick, Gene Reno, uh, Maria. Don't know. <laughs> Petillo. I don't know. And a couple Simpson characters. Did you recognize them? No. So you had the guy that voices um, Ned oh, Flanders, wait. as wow. well as the gal that voices Bart Simpson. Oh, really? Yeah. So the the guy that was the main, uh, I think Charles was his name, Charles Kaneman, Kaneman, the guy that uh, ran the station, he was Ned Flanders' voice slash Kent Brockman. I think he was oh. mostly using his Kent Brockman voice in this movie. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, so he was there, and then his desk assistant was the gal that uh, voices Bart Simpson. Oh, okay, that's awesome. So, and it took me a little bit to figure out who she was, but um, Dr. Chapman, uh, the redhead gal in this, she was in Home Improvement back in the day. She was only was in like, she? only in like three, four episodes. She played uh, Mr. Binford's daughter. And I remember her having this famous line when like, she'd be saying like, I, should, I got an idea for doing this, this, and this, and doing it this way. And Tim being like, eh. and she'd be like, remember, producer. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think that's like in the first season, isn't it? It's like in the first or second season, yeah. Producer! Okay. (laughs) And someone else from TV, too. Uh, The main guy that was uh, Victor, I think he was. He he was the uh, other main guy other than Matthew Broadwick's character. Yeah. He he was in Friends for a few episodes. He was a love interest of Phoebe's. Oh, yeah, he was a scientist. Yeah, he's a scientist. Okay, now that you say it, I know exactly who he is. So, yeah, it's a lot of TV talent in this uh, one here. Yeah. But, man, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, where do you even want to start here? Oh, well, let's see. What do I have? All right, I'm going to first, we're going to talk about one. Okay, I'm just going to, I used to love this movie, but I already knew that it wasn't going to hold up. I literally had to... I watched half an hour of it and I'm like, this is so fucking slow. I actually watched it in like two segments. Like I watched the first half hour 
on one day, I'm like, I'm just, I can't do this right now. And then the next day I came back and just finished it. Because the movie's one over two hours long. And it feel for me, it just felt super slow. And just, I thought it was going to be fun bad, but it was just horrible. <laughs> so that also took a lot of wind out of my sails while watching it. And one of the main biggest surprises, like, yeah, I remember, like I said, I used to watch this all the time when I was a kid, but I remember Matthew Broderick's character. I remember, uh, what's his name? John, or John Reno's character. And I remembered his like reporter girlfriend character. Mm-hmm. Those wow. other two characters, like the, her friend and like animal who's actually in most of the movie completely wiped from memory oh really and then after watching them like i understand why my memory just wiped their presence yeah <laughs> which for also the most, for the most they part they never tell you why he's called animal either it's just he's animal never never makes a passing comment of why they call him that they just call him animal because he's like an animal i don't yeah i don't know yes all i remember was uh, matthew broadwick's character and I think yeah, the, his girlfriend in this, the blonde hair girl, and then yeah, Jean Reno. Those are the only three I remembered as well. Yeah, but I haven't watched this movie in at least twenty years. <laughs> yeah, but man, <laughs> yeah, this is kind of funny. We see him. We start out with him doing earthworms, like digging them up, and then he gets taken away, and they're like, "We need you now!" <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't know. So it's kind of funny. They, they talk about New York being a nesting ground for Godzilla. Like, that's why he chose, like, an island. But I'm like, he could have gone anywhere where there's an island. Why New York? Other than it's a movie where we, we, he's known for destructing cities, and we need him to do that eventually. Yeah. Because otherwise, yeah, they're talking about him creating a habitat, nesting, having babies. I'm like, why wouldn't you just go to an empty island somewhere and do it? Or just something where there's not population and buildings, like no crunk concrete jungle. Right. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Other than Godzilla's got to destroy the city. Yeah. But one thing that I actually thought was funny that I actually kind of enjoyed just knowing more about like what God, like the meaning behind Godzilla, like the original, like, original creators of Godzilla what he was for because he's essentially Godzilla was made like cinematically to show like the uh essentially like the follies of like mankind and how destructive they can be especially after you know making a-bombs and stuff Mm -hmm. so it is funny to me that they point out throughout the movie they're just like oh the military is fucking up so bad that they're causing more damage than godzilla actually is at least for a little bit but yeah like they fucking blow up the chrysler building i know there's billions in damage more like that is just hilarious to me though like locked on target he ducks then just boom chrysler building taken out I do. I wrote that down because he's like, uh, that's a negative target. He's cold-blooded. And the mayor's like, negative target? You just blew up the fucking Chrysler building. And I'm like, yeah, straight up landmark of New York. Yeah. And it's, you just blew it up by accident. <laughs> oh, man. Like, well, just, just all the helicopter chasing and just shooting everything, missing him, just taking out buildings left and right. And I wish they would have done a better job with the evacuation. I mean, like, and show the difficulty of it. You're talking about evacuating a city of three million plus people. You don't that just dri- is- you don't get in your car and just drive right out of New York, especially when a lot of people don't have cars. Exactly. 
one thing that I wrote down, because I'm like, okay, we evac- we're going to evacuate the entire city. I'm like, okay. And then later in the movie, he just walks into a random drugstore to buy the pregnancy test. And I'm like, isn't it supposed to be evacuated? How the fuck? Uh, you're, right, you're totally right. Why is there an employee running a store? Shouldn't they be running for it? Yeah. Especially right next to a military base. I'm like, especially like even if the whole city wasn't evacuated, you sure as shit would not be allowed to be in there right now. <laughs> but it's literally right next to the military base. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. I didn't even think I thought you were totally right. <laughs> yeah, this this movie was a it had, it had some things going. I mean, like you said, I mean Godzilla was in the movie for I think twelve minutes total. I actually I thought we weren't going to see the monster show up for a while, but he actually shows up fairly quick. A lot That's of actually like, what I wrote down. Forty-five minutes shots. in is your first full body shot of Godzilla. That's I'm like, the first okay, full body one. Okay, I'm like, okay, that's a decent time for a two-hour movie. Forty-five minutes in, that you've seen him like walk around, but you finally get the full body shot. Forty-five minutes in, not bad as far as like when you should be seeing the monster. I do like uh, in the beginning when they're talking to Matthew Broderick's character, and I uh, the part where he's like, "Well, what's my project?" and he's like, "You're standing," and camera pans out, and he's in this giant footprint. I thought that was kind of cool. Right. I didn't completely hate this movie, but man, is there just a lot of uh there's still just a lot of wow in it. I mean, let's just let's be fair, this CGI of Godzilla does not hold up to this day. Did not stand the test of time. No, and what's kind of crappy is that it's a big bloated blockbuster movie. And there's yeah, this- definitely other movies that came out around the exact same time that the CGI just holds up better. Actually, I'm gonna look real quick and uh I'm going to see what the uh, budget was for this. Ooh, it had to have been huge. Let's see. But yeah, like I'm kind of thinking like, I mean, even Jurassic Park CGI, I think look holds up better oh, than totally. Godzilla. And you that know? was, what, at least five years beforehand? Yeah, exactly. 130 million. So 1998, $130 million was the budget. I mean, that's pretty solid budget. Even for like an action movie these days, $130 million is a solid budget. That's expensive back then, though. Oh, like, yeah. That, that's a risk for a, th- for a studio. Yeah, made domestically 136, internationally 242, so 379 total worldwide. Not terrible. I know. Mean, it, it looks like it made its money back. Ooh, excuse me. I remember when this came out, though. I think I went with Dad and Bach Offner to go see it. But yeah, I totally remember when this came out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I saw it. I mean, I was five. Oh, yeah. There's no way. If if, if I couldn't go see Jurassic Park at 10, there's no way you were seeing this. God, the, then again, being the fourth child, I'm sure they would have let you. Hey, I, well, no, I didn't get to watch The Simpsons still. <laughs> but yeah, so, man... Yeah, like you said, like it's not all bad, but this movie is mostly garbage. <laughs> it is fun to know, which also part of that is, you know, because Godzilla is traditionally like a Japanese property, mm-hmm. you know? And so this was like the first U.S. Godzilla movie. Yep. And the, orig- like, the original creators kept sending over notes and stuff for the for the film team, and they just continuously ignored them and pretty much just told them to fuck off. I've got... So I have a list here of demands they had. Some of them were Godzilla can only eat... Or, excuse me, Godzilla cannot eat people, only fish, which 
Does he actually eat a single person? He swallows a helicopter or at least crushes it in his mouth. I don't know if he actually eats a person. Right. You don't see him... Wait. No, I feel like you do straight up see him eat at least one person. He has to have three rows of uh, dorsal plates, no more or less than three toes on his feet, four fingers on his hand. (laughs) He cannot be made to look silly. (laughs) He cannot die in the movie. (laughs) <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> were there more no those are some of the big ones that they covered okay. yeah God, that's so funny though so yeah so that's kind of part of the problem there was a disconnect from the people who are essentially trying to protect the godzilla property and what the u.s team was trying to do what do you think of that creature design i, I mean no, i remember seeing it like again, kid me, I was like, awesome. Uh, now me looking back at it, I'm just like, that it sucks. Like it's very much more like crocodile lizard esque than gigantic fucking monster dinosaur. Yeah, I I don't mind the it's design too much. The CGI is definitely outdated, but the actual like creature design itself, I think it's okay. I do kind of look like that. He looks. I like that he looks like a mutated lizard. Yeah. I don't know. It's just Big also Godzilla is very chunky and like, you know, I guess like, especially like in the old ones, yes, very chunky. And then especially in the new ones that we've gotten since this movie, again, they went back to like large, massive, but also very like huge, like again, chunky. Yeah. Like, you know, and so this one is just the only outlier where he's just super skinny. Can actually crawl through tunnels. I know yeah. some of these tunnel things, I'm like, he seems smaller in the tunnels now than he does when he's out in the city. That's one of the things I wrote down was that the proportions from like scene to scene seemed to just like wildly change. Like when he's in the tunnel, he seems small. But like when he's out in the city, he's several stories tall. But then, you know, oh, when you're in a tunnel, he's only like a couple stories tall, it feels like. It's, it's really weird how they don't consistently it doesn't consistently feel like he's massive. Sometimes he feels massive. Sometimes he doesn't feel massive. And it's just, it's weird. It's off-putting. Yeah. I got to say, favorite scene, I actually like the uh, Madison Square Garden scene, kind of. Granted, baby Godzillas look very cheesy now, as far as, like, outdated CGI goes. Yeah. But I thought it was still, overall, a pretty fun scene when everybody's, like, the two teams are walking around Madison Square Garden and trying to outrun him. There, there's a great part I wrote down when they're running and Matthew Broderick's character throws like balls and like the gumball machine down to try and like get him to slip. He knocks it all over and then stops and watches. And they, it works, like, it, like his plan worked, but he's still just kind of just hanging out, standing there just watching. I'm That's like, funny. why the hell aren't you running? That's so fucking funny because I wrote that I wrote that down too. Like, yeah, he just throws it down. He turns around. He's just like, wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's it like, cool. <laughs> yeah. Like get the hell out of there. The last, <laughs> like the last section of them in the Madsker garden. I was just like, I was at my wits end at that point. Like Gavin could, if he was here, he would let you know. Cause I was just like, Oh my God. And Gavin was just like, it's okay, Daniel. It's going to be okay. I'm like, no, this fucking sucks. It doesn't make any sense. Like that part, like, yeah, running for your life, but stops to see what he did. I'm like, no, 
fucking run. And as much as that was a good idea, shoot the uh, lights down, and you know when they hit the ground, they will spread a little bit. Good idea, but still made it look way too easy of an escape. Not only that, they I feel like that would have to make it look cooler and a little bit more realistic. They should have been like right on it because there's like a decent delay from when it lands when they spread out to when they run past the one that like they're shooting down as it's going. Right. It seems like you should be like right on top of it, right on top of it, right on top of it. Right. Otherwise, yeah, I think the ones in the back as you're shooting the third one would have been caught up to you and eaten you by then. But yeah, they made that escape look a little too easy. I mean, I, I like kind of the alien-esque feel of it where you got the, all the eggs everywhere. I mean, that's kind of cool. And then, you know, start hatching and say face huggers. You've got little Godzillas, nine foot tall Godzillas. It, it, it was kind of fun. As cheesy as it is, kind of fun still. Um, they definitely, even with like practical effects, man, back in alien time, I mean, like, think of the alien queen. When did that movie come out? 86, the second, the sequel? Yeah. And how realistic and, and just terrifying the alien queen looked with practical effects? It is, because it's made out of actual, well, okay, maybe not the queen was, wasn't made out of actual bones, but a lot of the set in aliens was made out of actual bones. Yeah. Which is crazy. Okay, one of the things, now that we're at Madison Square Garden, one of the things I was just like, I was literally like yelling at my computer, like, why the fuck is this happening right now? <laughs> is the back and forth between like Matthew Broderick and like the news reporter lady. And she's just like, oh my God. Like, they're all just like, holy shit. We need to let somebody know immediately to blow this place up. Just as soon as they can, they need to blow this fucking place to hell. And we need to get a message out as soon as possible or else we're all fucked okay what's the what's the best way to do that okay we'll contact the news place and you just tell them hey get somebody to blow this shit up no they don't do that they literally make a drawn out news segment she's like right. oh, and, and and this is we have doctor blah 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 i'm like what the fuck are you doing yeah what the fuck are you doing? Like, quit wasting like, time just point the fucking camera at the things and say we're in madison square garden holy shit blow it up there's 200 of them if they grow up and have 200 a piece we're doomed exactly blow so this place she, up exactly but no she's like oh hi i'm reporting for blah 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 like buries the lead hard i'm like don't you have to fucking like kill these guys it's quickly i was literally like yelling at the screen like why the fuck is this happening like i get it makes she it makes a, a good character moment but it doesn't make sense no she just wants that promotion that bad you know she yeah. gotta be that bad girl they were talking about gotta steal the moment yeah i was literally just like yelling at that point i'm just like why 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 <laughs> oh my god uh let me see if there's anything else oh the only thing i wrote down connected to that is when they send a message out to like the news station and the news guy's like there's no ranger game on tonight it's like yeah no fucking shit your fucking city's under siege by a lizard but yeah why would there be a ranger game on right open it it's probably important (laughs) (laughs) that was funny I don't know. I, I wish there would have been a little more blowing up of the Madison Square Garden because they sent two missiles in, does some pretty good damage, but there's no like confirmation, like no one going in with like guns, making sure they're for sure dead. I, that's another. That's another thing. I'm like, okay, you did that, but how many times we've already assumed at this point in the movie that he's already dead? 
why the fuck didn't you blow it up and immediately like fucking tanks and uh yeah like why didn't tanks and like a squad roll in and be like okay and just like pick off anything that's remotely alive right no exactly like all right get the squad in here now we're gonna go around make sure everything in there is dead okay which brings me to my next rage inducing moment (laughs) is when they're when godzilla reappears and then they're uh they're essentially trying to evade him and then they get him to the brooklyn bridge right how about the whole cab chase before that as far as like why is the godzilla give two craps about this cab i i don't know that's another thing i guess it's the only thing moving only thing alive that he can smell that like it might be food is the human so he's like ah food on the run all right well i took it as he like because you know that has that little moment where he like nudges like one of the dead babies and he's just dead so he looks in they're there they're like oh you fucking killed all of my offspring like i'm gonna kill you yeah so that's kind of what i thought i'm gonna kill you lloyd and yeah no so they're doing that thing they're you know and it's an okay it's a decent chase scene (laughs) my favorite's when they're in his mouth yeah i'm like that's kind of cool how oh he's in his mouth oh well there's an electrical wire like let's just stab his gum that is smart that makes sense how else are you gonna get out of that situation fast and furious style obviously (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The fact that they lived—that's the thing. It's the fact that they lived that throughout all that was just mind blowing. Yeah, they were that yeah. close to dying. Godzilla in the cab, in his mouth, almost dead, and they still escape. Because I mean, that is a good idea. Shock his gums, and he'll let go of you, hopefully. And, but the fact that they landed and just kept going. Uh, yeah, I was able to just drive out of his mouth and hit the road like immediately. Very yeah. coincidental. But okay, so after all that takes place, they get to the Brooklyn Bridge, and they're tr- they're trying to like trip them up on the dr- on like the wires of the Brooklyn Bridge. Okay, so he gets stuck, and then the jets fly by. Okay, rage-inducing moment one is they shoot him once, and then they have to be told to shoot him again. Like, if he's fucking still breathing, I don't know why you didn't already assume that you're dropping every single bomb you have. Yeah, why don't you turn around and do it again? I mean, I do like that idea, though. Get him caught in the cable wires of a bridge, trap him, and then just blow him a bit. Yeah. And then the other rage-inducing moment is when they drive the cab to the other end of the bridge, you just see, like, at least two tanks standing there, but they're just, like, positioned. I'm like, again, if Godzilla is stuck right in front of you, even though there's air support, I cannot be convinced that they're just not going to start opening fire and shoot them as much as they can with those tanks since they're right there with them on the bridge. Yeah. How many t- and how many times did that guy pull a 180 in the car? Oh, God, I don't, I don't At know. At least three times. <laughs> but, like, I just was like, why the fuck weren't the tanks shooting him, too? You just thought, hey, the Jets got it. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to think some other <laughs> fun moments. I'm trying to think, yeah, because that's kind of the end there. I mean, Godzilla dies, and then cliffhanger ending. This is like where they still had cliffhanger stuff before the end credits instead of end credit scene. Right. There's still an, one offspring left. Sequel. Like, oh Sequel. That, that never, never happened. 
even though it made its money back, pretty surprised they didn't get a sequel. I'm surprised too that they Maybe never went. That was like the Japanese side being like, no, we're just not going to let you make this. I'm kind of glad they didn't because we got enough time in between. Because I actually, as far as Godzilla films go, I really like the 2014 one with um, Brian Cranston. Right. I thought that was a really good one. Uh, King of Monsters could have been better. That's one where hope it's probably someone's probably done it by now. A super cut with all the monster fighting. Exactly. That had, that had great moments with the monsters. Did not care about the human story in that one at all. No. Yeah, and Matthew Broderick got he was probably the only one I kind of cared about. Maybe it's just Matthew Broderick charisma. Yeah. Because otherwise his character was not great either. No. I'm glad he uh, made it up the next year of being in an election. <laughs> yeah, it's i know it just really yeah like matthew broderick we love him but his character's not good and none of the well, none of the characters in this movie are good like no, all, i love seeing all like all the faces pop up but especially that were on tv back in the day that was kind of fun but yeah. as far as characters go it's just like oh wow yeah i don't know it's just overall not a good movie um i think i actually went through all of my notes of like what pissed me off the most <laughs> but i do like how some of them overlapped appreciate that i mean there, there, uh, there's still a few cool moments like i like when he uh takes the ships down into the water that was cool the fishing boats takes pulls yeah. them under that kind like, like, of remind me of pacific rim because that happens like the beginning of that movie too yeah so that, that was kind of a fun moment um gosh the helicopter chase through the city, man, where it just goes from like semi practical to all CGI. Yeah. Oh, the only other thing I wrote down is once the eggs hatch, it just feels like we're doing Jurassic Park. It is. Because yeah. you know, like they're all just kind of like, you know, they're all kind of creeping around just like the raptors in raptors. Jurassic Park. Yep. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, we're not even going to try and hide what this. What a here. coincidence for them to be able to go touch the eggs and then they all hatch at the same time just happens to be when they're there just happens no hatching yet till they're there and observe and then boom hatch 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 which that also doesn't make sense to me is they know that they don't they know immediately after they see how many there are that they don't have enough explosives i'm like okay but look at how beaten up the building already is wouldn't couldn't you just put them on like support beams and then crumble the building on top of them like they eventually had done right that may, I don't know. But the fact that any of them survived was just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Like, they should never yeah. even made it out of there alive. Oh, no. Even, well, they made it. They when Even if they made it out, they were, like, 30 feet from the building when they dropped missiles inside of it. And the blast alone would have killed them. Right. Oh, this, is, this is where the Talk next best. play. Like, focus. Focus. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so, All right, this is where the next shower focus <laughs> i that was pretty funny like oh my god what this is where the next shower that was funny okay like i said like it's not it's it's not horrible all the way through but it's pretty close like there are fun moments but it's not a good movie i like why are you chewing gum so we look more american <laughs> that was pretty yeah. funny i don't know yeah i'm just try, trying to think of any really other really bad parts i mean i think we covered just characters that are just meh dialogue eh, outdated cgi 
yeah. Oh. This, this whole thing could have probably been shorter, too, by at least 20 minutes. I think there's at least 20 minutes you could have shaved off this just to get to the point, get to the oh, monster absolutely. Oh, I wrote this down. How everybody was, like, protesting to get back in the city, even though the job wasn't done yet. Yeah, I know. People, they're like, let him back into the city. Godzilla's dead. I'm like, we're trying to confirm that. What are you talking about? You hit him with missiles. It's done. Be like, really? Are you fucking stupid? Yeah. <laughs> that, oh. The, oh, the other thing that bugged me a lot was, you know, like, when he kind of gets, like, kidnapped and brought to, like, their, you know, like, the base of, like, the French military or mm-hmm. whatever the heck they were. They're like special forces. And they have all these heavy arms. They have LMGs. They have assault rifles. And they have rocket launchers. Like, yeah, we can get whatever the fuck we want. It's America. And they don't take All they take there are submachine guns. And I'm like, why? Yeah. You, got you literally this. showed off all your assault rifles and you brought little... Like light- they, they made a point to show the audience all their weapons, yeah. And you only brought one type of weapon. Just to not take... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm just like, <laughs> although a little out of cgi i do like that part there where you had the two guys in the tunnel like see anything nah nothing down here it's the dead end they turn around and start walking away and you see the eyeball open yeah that, that was kind of cool hilarious like hilariously bad cgi too. hilariously like, yeah. bad cgi now but still kind of cool though yeah but i don't know yeah i don't know if there's anything else to talk about other than 1998 godzilla thank goodness we got some better godzillas down the road it would um, be a shame if that was literally the last one. Oh gosh that'd be it's awful. kind of amazing that it took 14 years for them to try again but yeah brian cranston godzilla still a big fan of king of monsters again had its moments but could have been better i think we all agree on that hopefully but i am looking forward to uh kong, kong versus, versus godzilla yeah. Please, for love Fingers of God, crossed. Take, yeah, like just take out twenty minutes of the human aspect right now. Yeah, <laughs> now nah, I haven't seen a trailer for it yet. I got a feeling this could get pushed back to next summer, though. I think it was already pushed, so I I'm pretty sure we're probably gonna see it. Probably, uh, I don't know. Probably mid next year at this point. Because yeah, it's a summer blockbuster. So it's not if it's not in summer. Maybe yeah. I think it was supposed to come out around like it's supposed to come out in November. As far as I know, the date still stands, but I could see the move it just because it's going to be so cramped this fall. Yeah, exactly. That yeah, I could see them just move it to next spring or something for more breathing room. But yeah, so we'll kind of see how that works. Uh, I, I'm looking to- forward to it though. As long as we can focus on them two duking it out, I'm all for it. Yeah, I think. That's kind of interesting because Kong Skull Island, I think, got the human aspect right. Like, it's more a comedic human aspect, which I think worked better. Mm-hmm. But also, this seemed to be like, I mean, it was them versus gods or like King Kong. And they were, it made more sense because they were stuck on the island with him with all this other crazy shit. I totally forgot about John C. Riley's character on the island. Yeah. So I think that worked better. And then with the more drugged out, like, oh, we're super serious about killing Godzilla. And like, especially in, yeah, King of Monsters and like this whole like, oh, my mom betrayed me, blah, blah. It's just like, it was too much. Yeah. So hopefully in in the new one, we dial back the human aspect. I don't know why people can't understand why that is not what you want in a huge monster flick. 
We are here for monsters. I am literally here to watch that monster kick that guy's ass and vice versa. Exactly. That's why Pacific Rim 1 was great. Yeah. You get a cool suit-up sequence, and then you're immediately in this gigantic fucking robot. Within the first 15 minutes, you're fighting a gigantic fucking monster. (laughs) Yeah, and even if the movie is short, like 80 minutes, just under an hour and a half, hey, no complaints if it's just good old duking it out stuff. Fuck yeah. I don't need a two and a half hour movie just to get the human story in there. You don't even need star power for these types of movies. No. <laughs> just hire cheap, put most of the budget into the CGI. <laughs> just go. Well, and that's just it too. Yeah. Don't put all your money into act good actors or at least like well-known actors. Just put all your money into the, make sure the CGI sticks. Exactly. All right. Well, shall we wrap it up here for Godzilla talk? Yeah, I think I'm done. <laughs> yeah, me as well. All right. Well, yes, that uh, wraps up it here for 1998 Godzilla. Daniel, where can they find us? They can find us online on movies underscore brews. Let us know what you think about Godzilla 1999, 98. 98, yep. 98. Uh, love it, hate it. Y- you want to hurt us because you, you fucking stand by that movie and you love it to death, even though you know it's bad. Hey. Even though they didn't play it, the soundtrack is still okay. Yeah. Got your Pup Daddy Come With Me featuring Jimmy Page, even though it's just music from a previous Zeppelin song. <laughs> Look it up, you know, YouTube it. That's fucking weird. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's just featuring Jimmy Page. No fucking way. <laughs> it's just no way. No, it's, it's pretty funny. All right. All right. Well, thanks everyone for downloading the podcast, share it with friends and yeah, we'll be back next week with something new. Not sure what yet, but something that fun and exciting. Maybe we'll watch another bad movie. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, man. Well, hey, cheers. Cheers to your LaCroix. (laughs) 